Okay, welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And you can listen to all our shows at TravelAdviceShow.com. And feel free to subscribe to our uh, iTunes on Travel Advice Show. And you can listen to all our shows from all around the world, from um, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and all different types of travel topics for giving you travel advice. I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts. And I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. How you doing, Jerry? Fantastic. And we're going to be talking today about a topic that many, many people um, either have different parts of it that they're terrified about when they travel or have a great fear of and uh, talk about that. And um, we're going to talk about primarily uh, the fear of going to uh, different countries and cultures and... um, Things about cars, renting cars and things like that in countries, and the air cruises, and the fears of it. And we're extremely happy to have Jesse Blinman be our guest today. She just got back from Cuba, and she's done several other trips that we're going to talk about. Welcome, Jesse. We're thrilled to have you. Hi. Hi. Thank hey. you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being on on the show, uh, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. We're excited to hear about your travel experiences. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah cool. Right yeah. Well, I know you just got back from Cuba, and I've been there three times. And I know as you were talking, um, would you tell us about uh, the couple of things that you were concerned about, or people were concerned about you going to Cuba? Yeah, um, I I was pretty um, – I've been wanting to go to Cuba for a really long time, um, but I had a lot of family that was really nervous there to the relations between the United States and Cuba and that um, I would get there and it would be a lot of, you know, anger and hate towards me um, just being an American um, and to Something that my a lot of my family, especially, was really against that. Um, I personally was really nervous because I went to Cuba almost um, immediately after Fidel Castro passed away. I was oh, there see. during the nine days of silence after he died. Oh. I was there, and so I was wow. nervous because I didn't exactly know what that would mean for <clears throat> my traveling there. Um, it ended up being totally. But it was, I was nervous because I knew my friends that I was meeting there, um, they were having some issues with transportation, getting to their new casa um, with their host family. And um, and then, um, yeah, yeah, I was also just nervous because it was 
totally new place. I'd been in Spain for a couple of months, and um, and then I was going straight to Cuba from Spain. So I was just nervous about the culture shock difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, so many people are very concerned about that, about different. I'll call it destinations. About going to a destination. Yeah. Um, but in the term destinations, it's about even going to a country such as Cuba. And also about the culture. Yeah. Um, I know yeah. I have a, one of my brothers. He's 72. And since he was 19, he has only been to Mexico and Russia. And oh, wow. It, yeah, isn't that horrible? And he, um, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't go because for several reasons. He says he's worried about the culture and the country. Will he fit in? Will people like him? Will he understand the language? And um, will he do things that are right? Um, will he get sick on the food? And um, uh, will he be able to get around? Will he get lost or something like that? And um, he just doesn't go. And I, it's oh. tragic. But I, I'm glad. And um, even when he went to uh, Mexico and Russia, he only went under duration. Uh, his oh, wife okay. Abby, uh, was living in Moscow. His mother, her mother and dad, and she demanded that they go to Moscow and her some of Russia with her parents. And he went over with the intent of staying. I think it was two weeks. And after three days with his in-laws in Moscow, he turned around and came home. Oh and, wow! Uh, she stayed and finished off the trip. So. It is funny, and it's weird because you said your friends and everyone said don't go. I know I've been many countries where even my mother would call me the night before and say, please don't go. You'll be killed. <laughs> too dangerous. They're having revolutions, yeah. civil wars, and, and all that. And uh, I know uh, some people are afraid at the destination they might get sick. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and I know you were talking about on the Camino that um, about an experience at night. You want to tell us what you told us about what ha- happened at night? Yeah, yeah. Um, whenever I was on the Camino, there was a lot of talk about um, before I went. There was a lot of talk about bugs, and I was pretty nervous about that. And I, um, I was the, uh, I was trying to be prepared as prepared as you can be. I'd, I'd never experienced it before. And um, I was also kind of in denial. I said, oh, that's probably not going to happen. It's going to be okay. And then um, and then right. I did get bed bugs. I got them pretty bad. And, uh, oh, wow. Um, yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I could just feel the bugs, like, literally crawling on me. And oh, uh, when I got up oh, in the morning, yeah. they were all over the wall. And um, <laughs> I had them oh. in my pack. I had them in my oh. pack for a couple of, like, oh, like a week or so. And there were times oh. where I was walking. <laughs> And crying because oh. I could feel them bite me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, man. Um, but oh, it was, uh, but I had to, I just had to wash everything multiple times, like lay it out in the sun. Um, and there's not a ton of, like, there, I was really lucky because a lot of the um, uh, uh, hostels on the Camino, they have um, uh, a lot of, like, uh, people who are also dealing with stuff like that, they can get advice and oh, you know, yeah. they have washers. Not always, dr- 
Yeah, yeah. And they always have dryers, though, which is a problem because bed bugs, oh. they die from the heat. And so oh, I can wash yeah. it a million times and they will stay alive. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's amazing on the, the things that can happen. I mean, dysentery. Oh, yeah. And getting, um, I know on one of our trips uh, with my friend, um, he got, well, it turned out to be pneumonia, uh, fortunately, uh. toward the end of it. And he was so sick. And, of course, there's not much yeah. to do where we were. And so by the time he got home, he just about died. And he went right, wow. went, got home, put his suitcase down, went to the emergency room. And he had pneumonia. And, uh, That's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, but it's not going to stop you from traveling, is it? No, well, I, I went to Belize. Yeah, when I was in Belize, um, I was on a dig, um, an archaeological dig, and wow. uh, a bunch of my crew, they got dengue, a bunch of them, like really? five, four or five people in our crew. And uh, I was part of, like, there was a bunch of us that were from different universities that were there, and um, um, our whole, our little university in the area that we were excavating, for whatever reason, we were close enough from, like, a swamp. And so they got bit by these mosquitoes that were carrying dengue. And wow. um, and so they were really sick. And so we were up, and they had, like, 102, 103 seeds. We were giving them, like, fanning them in the night. And, um, and then we, like, threw them in the back of a truck in the morning because we were in the middle of the jungle <laughs> living in tents. And oh, we, like, man. threw them in the back of a truck, and we, like, they dropped out of Orange, like, into the city, or kind of. It wasn't Belize City, but it was this hospital that was, like, an hour away. Wow. But, wow. Yeah, that was oh, pretty scary, because they were, they were super sick, and I was really lucky I didn't get it. But Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. man. And, and, I mean, with with all these ailments, of the bed bugs and the mosquitoes and the disease and stuff like that, but, yeah, it's just, like, it's part of the... You just have to kind of um, not panic, right? I think too, and not yeah. totally freak out, but just like go with it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's like a, one of the most exciting parts is just not like yeah. you know, it's you don't know what's going to happen, and that's okay though. I mean, you could get really right. sick here too, sitting at home. Yeah, you know? yeah, you can get sick right in your backyard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I know um, some people are kind of worried about the, the culture. Like in parts of mm-hmm. Asia, um, you don't eat with your left hand because oh, uh, yeah. they use that to wipe themselves because they don't have toilet paper. And um, mm-hmm. they don't wash with a disinfectant as we would have done it had we had to do it. And um, yeah. and they're afraid they might, uh, you know, accidentally eat with their left hand. And that is a definite no-no in these countries. So um, there's so many little culture things. Like in certain countries, you cannot cross your legs and put your uh, point your heel toward the people. Up, up, that right? So rude. Yeah. It is just oh. extremely. And so right. there's so many little things like that. But if you do your research, yeah, and talk to the tour operator or the people that are taking you, um, or your guide, if you have a guide, uh, when when you arrive, say, what can't, can't I do? And and they'll tell you, yeah. and as you do research, what can't you do, let's say, in Thailand or anywhere you're going, um, you
you can be prepared and hopefully you don't forget and um, they may not um, kill you or anything like that but uh, they'll let you know that you just screwed up yeah and um that probably the number one thing that in the world that people are terrified of flying is flying. And um, oh, they don't yeah, want to definitely. go anywhere that they have to get on a plane. And um, I've read different numbers, percentages of people that won't fly or are terrified of it, as high as about 70% of the people in the world are, have a terrible fear of flying or they're, wow. or they're you know, very concerned about flying. Jesse, do you have any kind of fear of flying? Yes, definitely. Um, flying <laughs> okay. terrifies me. <laughs> because it's very <laughs> serious. I mean, some people are so yeah. serious that you do not. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. The is the takeoff or landing? Yeah. Um, no, it's just the whole thing, to be honest. Like, I, um, taking off, I don't get quite as nervous. Landing kind of freaks me out. Just being generally in the air freaks me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we're pretty high uh, up. But, what about being yeah. in the air yeah, that you yeah. don't like? Um, what was that? Oh, what about being in the air that you don't like? I don't know. It's just the whole concept of, I mean, it's it's incredible and it's amazing that we can do that. But it's just the whole idea that I am up in the air that high up and pretty much it's like a little tube in comparison to everything else. And there I am yeah. flying through the, I don't know. Yeah, it is it, very it strange. Me. Yeah. Yeah, the physics. Yeah, I try uh, not to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I try not to think about it too much when I'm in the air because, I don't know, uh, before I go on a trip or anything, I I sometimes will be thinking about it like um, like a week or two beforehand and all the people are all freaked out about having to fly. And then once I'm in it, I'm I'm in it and I've committed. (laughs) And, um, you know, but... uh, it's it's never been an issue. I mean, I've experienced that turbulence that freaks me out. Um, and uh, but you know, it's I just have to remind myself that it's okay. And I'm I have something else that I'm going to that is going to be incredible, and it's worth the it's worth the fear. And over time, that fear has gotten less and less the more I've flown. Really? And, um, okay. Yeah. Do, do, do you take anything, or do you prepare for anything for the flight, or anything, or do you uh, do you have a bunch of drinks um, before yeah. you get on? And <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've done that before. Uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah. You don't feel like... Yeah, I've done a little bit of that. Yeah, um, yeah. Mostly, I like to listen to music. Um, cause music it kind of to calm you down. Me distract, mm-hmm, distract music. me, or listening okay. to like a a podcast or. A, oh, okay. Um, Okay. Or reading a book. Kind of I like to read music, a book. Kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah just yeah. kind of trying to distract my mind from, um, you know, what what I Thinking. am doing. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I I like talking to people on the plane. I know some people don't, but that, that's a good way for me to just uh, to get distracted and and I, and, I, and the yeah. and the time goes by quick too. Sometimes when you have a good conversation with somebody. But, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I like doing that too. And you can also meet really interesting people too, especially if it's traveling abroad. Oh yeah, yeah. international. Yeah. 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 The guy who had been living in Russia for a couple of years and it was really fascinating just hearing oh. stories about Russia and oh. yeah, it was really cool. So yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. 
Well, a lot of people are really uh, just like you, both of you, that uh, I mean, they have fear of crashing. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. and just and um, but and I have flown about twenty-four million commercial air miles, and um, uh-huh. we've crashed. I mean, not or uh, we've had people die, but all kinds of little things where you land. Uh, taking off and the engine blows up and the plane shakes like mad and they have to land with emergency foam and and things. And um, <laughs> 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 and going through and hit an air pocket and dropping down, straight down. I've done that like a couple thousand feet, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we people are, like is all that. <laughs> <laughs> and people are crying. I was crying almost too. I was like, this I is know, it. <laughs> Well, and it happened so fast. I tell you, it happened so fast. And one time we dropped so far. Um, I was in first class, and they just served dinner. And, I mean, all the plates, all the food food came crashing down on everybody. And everybody that wasn't seat belted or that uh, the flight attendant, I mean, they hit the seating. And we had a lot of broken backs and necks. And we had uh, oh, wow. two people die from it. Jeez, and, and, yeah, yeah. And um, the people who were in coach, after we did land, um, they they were talking. Of course, everybody's very concerned. Uh, said that the wings just they thought they were going to fly off. They just went up. Oh. And um, and they, I mean, it's, I I was concerned, but I I always wear my seatbelt. Always, always. Yeah. And I I mean for yeah, me too. My abs and my stomach, I was terribly bruised because of the pressure against it. You just drop straight, no warning, just boom, down you go. And people are also terrified of maybe being hijacked or terrorists um, coming on board. And some people are very claustrophobic on planes. Even the Airbus A380, which is the world's largest commercial plane, uh, they're terrified of the claustrophobia. And I'm very claustrophobic, but I never have had it on planes. It's weird. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. And some people are terrified yeah. to fly because they're, they they lose control of a situation. They feel like you know, if you're mm-hmm. driving, yeah. you can you can drive around something or avoid a problem. But in a plane, there's just nothing you can do except just hope the pilot's awake. And I've had pilots go to sleep on. <laughs>
So, uh, the, uh, I mean, people are terrified of flying. And, uh, yeah. And I can't wait to get on a plane. I, I love it with a passion. I don't even care if it's going to bounce around in turbulence. And we've had turbulence like you can't believe, struck by lightning, all kinds of things. Oh. And it's terrifying for a second. But after yeah. it's over, I just say, wow, that was exciting. And uh, <laughs> another thing that people are worried about sometimes is taking a cruise. Um, oh. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know about four or five people that will not cruise, will not oh. on any size of boat. And, I mean, they won't even get on a, on a you know, a, a boat to go on a lake and that terrified and some of their reasons is um uh they have seen the movies like Titanic and Jaws. Oh yeah. And <laughs> right. right. The yeah, movies really freak people out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. It's uh mm -hmm. it sounds, you know, funny and all that. But they're terrified. Yeah. One of my friends oh. uh, saw Titanic and uh, she's probably, she, well, she doesn't know who, by name, but she's probably in her 60s. Well, she is. And uh, she's never been on a cruise. She won't even get on a, a oh, wow. sightseeing boat on a river. She says, I won't oh, get on okay. there. Oh, wow. I'm get, yeah, I'm not getting on any water. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, I oh, think okay. another. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, a lot of people, too, they also get really sick. I've, I've talked to a lot of people who get motion sickness on oh, boats yeah. and yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm really glad I don't. Cause I've, done, I've done a lot of fishing growing up oh. and like cut, oh, okay. canoeing. I've never been on a cruise, but my I've always wanted to. My grandpa is a is a cruise line minister, and he's really? gone oh, all wow. over the world um, really? on yeah. cruises. And yeah, and he loves it. And his favorite place to go is Hong Kong. But he always uh, he he loves going on the cruises. And uh, I've only I've heard really positive things. But I've I've known a lot of people that get really sick. Yeah. And freak out about that. I, I've got sick on boats before or just really nauseous. Uh, yeah, like I, I get motion sickness. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they're yeah, also some people are absolutely um, terrified if they go on a larger cruise that they're going to have to talk to people. They have social phobias. They don't like oh, to be, right. you know, in clothes with a lot of people. Well, I, I don't have yeah. that. But I do not like yeah. large groups of people. I um, find mm -hmm. myself over in the corner, maybe talking to one person or going out, if it's on a cruise, going out on the deck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't have a phobia of it. I just don't like being around a lot of people. And I don't go places where there are a lot of people yeah. stay fair. Or uh, I don't like to go into big conventions. I do it right. if I have to. But I don't like it because I, I don't like being around people. So I, I can understand that to a degree. But I love people. And I don't want to be around 500 of them at one time. Mm -hmm. And um, Yeah, totally. And they're also afraid they might get sick. I mean, like a novavirus, mm -hmm. which has been kind of popular in the last couple of years on some cruise lines. And people just come down yeah. with this horrible disease. And um, so people have a concern, and they're all viable concerns. But, I mean, millions, like 30 million people a year take cruises. And um, most of them make it through okay. And that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mm -hmm. even on season. Definitely. Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, most people who get seasick get over it kind of soon. Uh, yeah. They may have it a day. I know I mentioned on one of our shows when we did Antarctica, uh, we came back from Antarctica to uh, Ushuaia, Argentina. And for about 30 hours crossing the Drake Passage, um, there were 88 passengers on that boat and um, the crew. And of the crew and everybody on board, only 10 of us total did not get seasick at all. But the oh, only 10 wow. showed up for dinner and breakfast and lunch. And, but, <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> but it was a... Uh, it was, uh-huh. it was, I loved it. I would sit in, the, sit in the bridge, and, I mean, that boat would go down, and these waves would go completely over the bridge, and the boat was going left yeah. and right. And my friend, who was oh, uh, literally been. tied into his bed, so seasick, that he didn't oh, even want to go to the bathroom to throw up. But he did, but he did threw, on the, threw up on the floor a couple of times trying to get there. And he said, looking yeah. out the window, it looked like he was in a washing machine. And the tip <laughs> goes far away from the and go, hi. You know, uh, I would have been doomed. Back and forth. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. But, but us, we 10 people, we never worried about We ate our meals. Wow. I mean, you had to hang on like wow. that to the railing because, I mean, the, it was awful. And the movement of the ship. Wow. But I thought fabulous. I, I really enjoyed that. I, I really like it. Yeah, I love that feeling, and I also love yeah. the feeling once you get off the boat and you go to bed and you feel oh. like you're still moving. I oh. love that feeling. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that movement is funny, isn't it? And it can last a couple of days. And yeah, definitely. I don't get seasick, but I do get land sick. If I'm on a cruise a oh. week or more, I get off, mm-hmm. go to customs or whatever, and I'm wobbling sideways. And oh, um, yeah. it's just awful. It's fun. It's kind of fun. They think I'm drunk as a skunk, but I'm mostly <laughs> sick from being on that boat. And um, one thing that um, people have a fear of is renting a car in a foreign country. And yeah. these people that have this fear, and I know several people that will not drive in a foreign country. And um, for a lot of reasons. And, you know, I have to admit that their concerns are viable. Um, I mean, they have different laws over there. And, um, for example, if you have a wreck and kill somebody, I mean, you are an animal. And on the Philippines, you kill a caribou. uh, I mean, you might as well, you might as well just shoot yourself. I mean... You, I mean, for example, if you kill a caribou, you have, um, I'm sure it's still the same, and I've heard it's still the same, you not only pay for the caribou, but you pay for the next three or four generations that caribou might have had. And it can be thousands oh, wow. of dollars. Yeah. Thousands wow. of dollars. So they're, they're worried about, um, I mean, some countries, if you die in that country, you can't get the body out. Right. Um, oh, wow. So they're afraid they may be stuck there, they have to cremate them and sneak them out or something and some are terrified about driving uh-huh. the other side of the road and that is a concern a serious concern it could be a deadly concern i know um one of my guys one time in the cayman islands um i i don't drive in the cayman or anywhere anymore because i'd rather look around and see things rather than worry about where i'm going but he says um all the time they have people 
particularly from the U.S., to drive out from a restaurant, for example, at night. And um, uh-huh. they forget where they are. They're talking to friends. And they just turn on our side of the road and have a head-on collision and are killed wow. or badly injured. Wow. And, uh, and also people wow. um, are, you know, need to be concerned about manual transmission. Um, not many cars in America, for example, have manual transmission anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. the basic cars worldwide are manual transmission. And so if they get one and they don't know how to drive it, it can be fun and games, especially in a, in a mountainous or hilly place like Switzerland. Going up a hill and you have to downshift yeah. and upshift and stop yeah. in the middle of a hill. Yeah. I mean, it can be fun and games, and I understand that. And so many countries have different driving rules than we do. And not only the side of the road, yeah. but they, they drive differently than we do. And I have two friends that are, said, you know, I just don't know their rules. And I said, well, you can learn them, hopefully not the hard way. But you can learn how you signal and uh, how you pass. I mean, for example, in Germany on the autobahns, well, we have it in America, Mm -hmm. but we really don't enforce it. And if you read your driving manual, it will say stay right except to pass. It says that. All right. But we don't do it in America. We just drive wherever we want, how fast we want. And um, in Germany, you better stay in the right-hand lane. Uh, outside lane, because if you're in the inside lane, for whatever reason, and a car, Ferrari or something, is going 190 miles an hour behind you, and they hit you, it's your fault, because you're in the wrong lane, because the faster car is coming up on you. You have to pass, immediately get back over, and and then somebody faster can go over there. But they have to get back in the right-hand lane, too, if they're going 190. You must stay in the right-hand lane, unless Mm -hmm. you pass. And many country has, countries have these kind of rules, and they're terrified of it. And um, I have a couple of friends yeah. that are worried about the language. They said, what happens if I get lost? How do I ask people where I'm going? Or if I break down, how do I tell them what's happening? I said, well, you number one, if you're in a, you know, a country or an area where people don't speak a lot of English and you speak nothing else, uh, you sort of fake it. You just open up the hood and point around and say, and raise yeah, your hands up like, you know, it's not going anywhere. And they understand all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. And a smile goes a long way, too, smiling and being, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. kind of, I don't know, it's, I, I actually, like, I kind of, I have never driven in a foreign country, but I've definitely walked around a lot and, uh-huh. you know, been in other vehicles, been on buses and everything. And, you know, it's fun sometimes, like, being, being a little bit lost and kind of just being like, well, I don't actually speak the language, and that's okay. But I'm just gonna kind of wander around for a while, and you yeah. know, um, <laughs> you know, it's okay. I don't know. It's just, it's fun. It's kind of fun, you know, a little bit. Yeah. And then you kind of find your way, and you know, and it's it feels good. Um, in Cuba, I wandered around a lot. Um, I was uh, I was taking dance classes, and I would in the afternoons I wouldn't be I'd only have classes in the mornings, and um, and then in the afternoons I would just wander around, um, and uh, just like all Matanzas area, and just it was so cool and like get lost in these little streets and try to find like uh, these gardens and everything, looking at these maps that were poorly printed out you know and trying to understand like i don't know what this is but it's uh-huh. so it's so fun that's awesome. i know it that, that's that great. the whole trip 
In fact, that's usually the yeah. first things you talk about when you come back are the experiences you had when you're lost or uh, or anything yeah. like that. You know, like getting bed bugs, you know, the first or second yeah. thing after saying, yes, I just got back from Cuba. Oh, I had bed bugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, yeah, right. It's, it's a good story. story. It's just, it's it's all <laughs> yeah, wow. What? what? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the memories that you have is sometimes the – the the, the 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 like the things that aren't that 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 comfortable, um, but you have those memories and and the adventure. I mean, it, it's uh, it's total. You got to get in that adventure mindset kind of thing. And, and uh, what, what oh, it, yeah. just, Jessica, it's been great for you having having you on the, on the show and and listening to your fear experiences and Jerry too. God, man. I mean, um, yeah. it's amazing that that you still travel, Jerry, too, you know, <laughs> after all the experiences well, you that you've I, been through. Well, when your IQ is below four, <laughs> it helps. So. Yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah, I think you have to just uh, go with the flow, I think, too, a lot of the time. Yeah. And, and just make it, it, as you said, Jesse, it just becomes part of the adventure, and that's why you travel. Yeah. And if everything yeah, goes perfectly well, it. you might as well stay home. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to go too bad, yeah. but and stuff can go wrong at home too. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and it opens up your mind so much. You become another, a, a different person, more open-minded, and yeah, there's so much, oh, a, yeah. A, a great things about traveling, and uh, yeah. Well, well, great, Jesse. Well, what, 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 anything you want to add, Jesse, uh, to, to to close the show there? Anything? Uh, um, I mean, I would just say, you know, if you're afraid, you know, that's okay. It's okay to be afraid, but yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's a part of it though. And just kind of going yeah. for it and making the move to do it, you know, you feel, you feel yeah. so empowered afterwards, you know, especially if you go on your own or, you know, even with friends or a partner or whatever, you know, it's, yeah. it's an incredible feeling and you know, it's okay to be afraid, but it, it feels so good to overcome that fear and just do it and be okay with it and just kind of go with the flow. And yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I love it. So. Cool. Oh, I know. Cool. Well, Jesse, yeah. thank you so very, very much. It's been our pleasure yeah. having you. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. So thanks, Jesse. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Good, good job, guys. Yeah, that, that, that turned out great. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. That no, no, was fun. And and Jesse, I'll uh, I'll get the show up and then I'll send you a link to the show there. And, uh, cool. Um, and you can send it to all your friends or family and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, cool. Well, awesome guys. Cool. Well, I gotta I gotta look after my puppy there. My puppy's okay. uh, whining for me there. And uh, okay. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got a puppy, Jesse. Yeah, it's like four month old puppy. Um, that uh, is really, it's like Thank Maisie. You. It looks like Maisie, little Jack Russell Terrier, you know. Aww. Um, yeah, yeah. So a lot of work, but fun. Aww, <laughs> so cute. And you said you, she broke her leg? Yeah, yeah. She broke her leg Aww. last week, and so she's recovering Aww. pretty good, but, but we have to be, we have to always watch her right now a bit. And yeah. Yeah. So. It's intense, but yeah. Okay, Jerry. What? What? Yeah. Okay. Um, have a good rest of the Saturday, then, guys. And, and, uh, you too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. We'll yeah, talk to you nice soon. To you guys. Thank sure. you for listening yeah. to Bye. our show from all around the world. We really appreciate that. 
And we'd like to uh, give a shout-out, uh, thank you to Stephen Pratt for helping compose the music, the wonderful intro and the ending of the show. And i also like to uh, say thank you to James Steed uh, for helping with the website and audio information. And also Nate Scholes um, about uh, getting us on the right track and helping us on the podcast on Travel Advice Show. Um, so thank you so much and uh, enjoy all your travels around the world. <laughs> 